Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about something that uh, we keep finding in our research as we're looking through different things to get ready for shows. And uh, we found some really strange information. So we thought, okay, it keeps popping up. We're just going to go with it. So today's show will be solely dedicated um, to odd jobs that we have found so and by by odd I don't mean like things you do you know a small little task but by odd I mean unusual jobs that we don't really hear about some are cool and some are like what yeah and I guess the uh the topic of the whole purpose of today's topic is that there is quite literally something out there for everyone apparently because (laughs) when mom first pitched this idea to me I was like what and she goes well it just goes to show there's stuff out there for everyone if you think you've lost your way and there's nothing out there for you guess again (laughs) you might might find something on our list so uh, yeah (laughs) we found some strange ones uh maybe we'll start you off a little bit tame so things like a chocolate consultant so your job there would I guess be to taste test chocolate I'm so not sure my what paycheck. they <laughs> <laughs> so I I, the time for free. I don't right. Uh, I did a whole lot of it here not too long ago, <laughs> right after Christmas. So um, I'm not sure what that would entail. Would it be like smell, look, texture, or would it be other things? Do you think? Probably so many things. I mean, I even think about probably the shelf life too of chocolate because. And I mean, not to eat this chocolate and see if it's bad. No, no. I mean, like, you know how you'll pick up chocolate. Oh, yeah. I'm really desperate for a snack today. Oh, what's this way back in the cupboard? Chocolate. Perfect. And you open it and it's got like that white white coating (laughs) on it. Yeah. Yeah. So they must test that, too, I'm sure. But I'm I'm sure there's probably some taste testing happening, too. And like what makes a good cocoa bean and what makes a bad one and yeah it's it's weird to think that somebody would have a job doing that and here we've been doing it for years for free so another (laughs) thing that also uh has come up and people do it all the time for free is a beer taster they Mm. travel around to brew pubs and they taste different beer which is not unlike most Friday and Saturday nights around well, these parts. So. That's what a lot of people do. Hey, let's just bar hop and try all their beers. So I wonder what the qualifications for some of these jobs are like must have drank 500 beers before now or <laughs> like what makes you qualified? Are you just like you have a certain taste like maybe you, it's name palate? name all the beers and whoever gets the most. <laughs> you win the best job ever right I know some good contenders for that contest so yeah um another one is a a wine taster so similar to beer taster but these people are called master sommeliers I've heard that term before but I guess I just didn't make the connection um so they taste wine and pair it with 
food and hotels and restaurants around the world. So not only do you get to drink wine all the time, you get to travel the world and eat food. So and be called a master. So yeah, a master. That yeah. would be quite something. I'm not sure at what point you gain that if it's right from day one, like yeah. top promotion right away. And so. again, I know some good contenders for that position as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not much of a wine taster myself, but I've had people who have influenced me recently to accept wine. So uh, peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I could definitely go for the chocolate or beer one. That's for sure. How about tier? tear taster that would be weird I mean a tea taster are you British yeah yeah, yeah. I travel the world and just taste tea and think of how many kinds are just at you know the shops that you go to around here like there would be thousands millions perhaps I think and uh, we found some figures for that one you can make up to like over $40,000 a year. There's some people making doing this. So I'm not like, sure what the see, demand would be, but yeah. And I see all of these occupations, I guess, uh, as like almost a sweet side gig. So these people must do something besides just tasting tea, for example. So like they must have another job and then you're thinking, okay, so you're making 40 grand drinking tea. <laughs> And probably yeah. travel, travel in the world doing it. Yeah, travel in the world. And what else are you doing? Are you an online content creator? Like, there's got to be more. Right. Yeah, yeah it's got to be something they could maybe do remotely and that sort of thing. But I think these, most of them are things that have uh, existed for a while, not just when people went remote. So mm. not sure. How about a gumologist, which gumologist. is, uh, it's not someone who talks like That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, master no, of gums? <laughs> no, well, sort of. It would be someone who uh, is tasting chewing gum, like bubble gum, and they do bubble testing. I'm not sure if they measure the circumference or if it's how long it lasts or that sort of thing. And they also uh after tasting the flavors advice perhaps on new flavors and that sort of thing so that sounds like fun and even just different packaging and stuff too I'm sure like I, I don't necessarily want to name any brands or anything but there's some that are in like rolls of tape there are some that are wrapped individually there are some in the little like you push them out there's the ones that are like almost shredded in a bag and it how yeah. many forms of gum can we make? I was always skeptical of the shredded in the bag kind. I always thought, <laughs> is this Play-Doh from the hair shop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, could be. Um, so this is where things start to get a little weirder. Uh, dog food taste tester. And we're not so sure if that's a dog or if we're talking about humans here. And again, if it's a human, why? I mean, just a, why a, a human tasting the dog yeah food yeah yeah so. I have a actually kind of a relevant funny side story to that uh in high school my best friend and I went shopping at the local little grocer and uh, picked up a few things and went home and she had purchased some dog treats for her dog under the brand name of P Pepperoni. 
And she just, without thinking about it, threw them in the cupboard and her dad came home from work <laughs> and he ah. must have thought the container said pepperoni. So uh, yeah, her dad ended up eating it. Must have been good. Imagine <laughs> the dog. You rigger, you ate my treats. Yeah, I don't think the dad noticed, but the dog <laughs> probably did. So, uh, so another one, uh, professional bridesmaid or best man. And I think I've heard of this before. So essentially you hire a person to show up as, I guess, oh, shoot, I have no friends who's going to be my bridesmaid or whatever. Um, you hire these people to stand up with you at your wedding, which I don't know how that would go over because, you know, hey, mom, meet my not friend. <laughs> like, yeah. who's this person standing well, up there with you? I think you get the two for one special. Like they double as I guess their primary job would be being the wedding planner. But Maybe. then they can also sub in as, you know, your your bridesmaid or your best man. And, uh, but just imagine the opportunities there, like with the clothing and the food and you'd yeah. always have somewhere to go, right? Yeah. Get paid to do it and get all basically luxury life all the time. Cause everywhere you go, you're eating food right. that someone had to taste test before and go, yeah, I want this at my wedding. So it's gotta be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's kind of neat to think about though, actually doing that. Yeah. Um, so Another one is a fake mourner. <laughs> if so, you believe that would exist. Someone who goes to your funeral and yeah. Cries for <laughs> you. Do you and hire whales. them before you die? Or does someone hire them <laughs> on your behalf? Like, on your <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't That's know. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. How about a professional snuggler? I've seen this one before, um, not like in person, but like a video online. <laughs> I've seen people like those quick videos that just show like, what do you do for work? And it's legit. These people like get contacted and it's basically and then they interview people who pay for the service and they say yeah well we're meant to connect as humans and we just some people want to just show up and have you know snuggles on the couch and watch tv and others want to take a nap or like <laughs> different caliber <laughs> I don't know anyway I've seen videos about it so that's strange wow um ice rank hand holder who even what do you do for a job i hold people's hands while we skate well it's a needed service kennedy in case you didn't know <laughs> i could certainly uh employ a few of those oh especially yeah. when we went roller skating a few years back yeah that was in the states right yeah yeah we went to the roller rink yeah what was it called uh great skate yeah I thought it was a great, great name. for mom <laughs> Why don't tell your story? What happened at the roller? Well, rink? I went roller skating just like I did in my younger years. Yeah, that's what happened. That's it. Pretty no, much, yeah. I I remember distinctly hearing a crash bang behind me <laughs> and turning around, and they have these bars around the roller rink, um, and they're meant for children to hold on to who are learning. So, mom, the whole time we're there is doing the this. 
<laughs> inching Excuse away. me, ma'am. Can you move? I need to get past. Yeah, these yeah. poor kids are like, this lady's going way too slow. And why is she holding on to the bar? Anyway, I turn around and here's mom's arm still up in the air, holding on to the bar. Good old faithful bar. And she's on the ground and she's <laughs> laughing. And we all go over and come to find out she peed herself. <laughs> no, I did not. Yes, come on. Did. <laughs> I said, I feel like I might pee myself. Okay. Because we sorry. were all laughing so hard. So, <laughs> yeah, quite a memory I left in my kids' minds. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. So on to the next one. <laughs> um, shark tank cleaner. I guess that would entail cleaning the pond scum off the inside of the shark tank i don't know i would assume so i guess but uh just the thought of scooping shark poop i don't know (laughs) but just you're in a tank with a shark or did they close them off like what happens yeah that's a little daunting it's kind of like those super crazy jobs that you could pay extra for because of the risk involved like is this is this one of those situations or do they <laughs> close them off? <laughs> no separation pay for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, another animal related one would be dog surfing instructor. I guess this is important enough to have an instructor <laughs> to do that. Can you Seems my dog out strange. of uh, My challenge is always where stuff like getting them not to mess in the house and yeah. walk on a leash, you know, those yeah. sort of things. So. Yeah. How about a chick sexter? Not a sexter? Sexer, sorry, sexer. Someone who determines the sex of chickens. <laughs> and it wasn't discovered until we were getting ready for the show that I said, like, why would you have to determine the sex? Because when they all come in, they're little and they're cute and their little incubator thing they're all girls aren't they and Kennedy's like I don't know no that is not exactly how the conversation happened mom says well I don't understand don't aren't there hens and then there's roosters and I'm like well yeah I guess and then she continues on to say well don't the the roosters have the thing and she's pointing to the top of her head and I didn't at first look at her and she's like don't they have the thing and (laughs) oh uh, yeah okay mom (laughs) anyway so so we did a little research and uh yeah they're not all female when they come in and yeah we found out some other great facts about chickens that maybe we'll share at another time (laughs) yeah mom starts going down this rabbit hole and she goes oh and then there's this and I was like okay mom you have to pull out you pull yourself out of that she's like there's a whole episode here someday for us Mm, okay sure yeah um Another one uh, is a face feeler. So they quite literally feel, uh, yeah, <laughs> feel other people's faces after they do certain skincare uh, routines, products, um, after they shave. I guess there would be a benefit to that to see what the texture of someone's skin would be like after they use a certain shaving cream or a cream or on your face after you wash it. Or if it's a bad cream and, you know, you've, shaved off two layers of skin you'd probably want to know that before you put it on the market so probably so I guess that one makes sense but the whole title of face feeler I don't know maybe that's not the legit name of that but that's uh (laughs) quite the title 
<laughs> How about odor sniffer? Yeah, that one's even a whole step further. So there's these people, I guess, that uh, work for deodorant companies, and it says that they can spend their days in a hot room sniffing up, <laughs> sniffing up to 60 armpits an hour. Oh, great. Determining the effectiveness of deodorant in controlling these people's sweaty smells. So, so one armpit a minute. Great. <laughs> Love that for me. <laughs> Is it like 30 seconds on each side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man, that's strange. Um, And we also found that there's animal animal breath sniffers so and at first I was like what is this even I guess it makes sense but I can't picture someone shoving their face up to some dog's schnauz or something yeah um but it's supposed to test like you know there's certain products for animals that are supposed to help with their teeth or their breath or whatever but imagine being the one that gets all the crappy ones and nope that one doesn't work and what is categorized as good smelling animal <laughs> breath I don't even know it all smells bad pretty sure my cat does not have it <laughs> so yeah there's yeah. all kinds of stuff that we found for people who have professional sniffer type jobs mm. uh one rather gross one was I guess they employ people to smell uh latrines uh the pit toilets you know like the porta potties without the the bottoms on them that just kind of go on the ground mm. uh, in places like africa and india to see i don't know does this deodorizer work better than that deodorizer and i guess and again very important job somebody has to do it but you just don't think of these things mm, for yeah. sure <laughs> and uh one last one on the sniffer one uh cat litter no thank you so i'm imagining they probably have to test like the odor like how well it contains the odor of ammonia or whatever and uh i can't imagine no thanks yeah it'd be <laughs> gross and here's here's another great one uh shoe insole sniffer no thanks I, I mean, if it was my that, own shoes, maybe, but anyone else, uh, no thanks. I've known some people that could make others quit. I'm pretty sure with that yeah. one. Well, and, you, can, you can get paid up to 52 grand to do this. So like, like, if it's my own feet, sign me up right now. I don't care. I'll smell my own feet and my shoes. Like what? But yeah, pretty sure it's not about you. So. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so a uh, fortune cookie writer I've always wondered like you know you open up a fortune cookie who writes these things it's the same as like the Christmas crackers they put these terrible jokes in them we do them every year with my uh, boyfriend's family and it's just like this eye roll of okay who wants to go first where did they get this miniature horse right right <laughs> and who needs a, a an extra keychain you know yeah if you were a disgruntled worker that would uh that'd be kind of a fun job actually wondering Maybe. who was going to get your sar sarcastic comments like you will be hungry again in an hour and yeah you know yeah yeah uh I, what's that nothing go ahead i was just gonna bring up the next one um so a sex toy tester Okay. 24 and a half grand a year so again like these must be side jobs I 
don't know how this is your sole purpose in life is to do this. Yeah, I'm here to apply for the sex toy duster job. Yeah. And to show your face like, hi. Yeah. What know. kind of experience do you have? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are the so, questions that are asked? Yeah. I don't know that there'd be a whole lot to the interview, but anyway, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. For 24 and a half, you know, somebody might as well. It, yeah. 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 So the next one we have is paint dry watcher. <laughs> That just seems like a terrible joke. You know, what's that saying? Watch paint dry. Um, I can't remember the saying, but it, it's a joke. And it's the same as to watch a. It's as boring as watching paint dry or yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking that it probably would be a thing. I've seen people like I've seen them pour concrete and then pay somebody to stand there and watch till it's set enough. So some people don't come along and, you know, put the handprints or write the name or that sort of thing. So I guess it makes sense. Just never really thought of it. Yeah. I'm just picturing a painting, I guess, is where I'm going right for. Um, there's also a legal bank robber. So this is someone who actually tests how easy it is to um, penetrate bank security. So um, again, that makes sense, but you'd never think of that as a job. It does. Cause unless you're testing, uh, that's often been a complaint of mine with using different technology or, uh, those sorts of things that it seems like they paid somebody to do the job of making the program or the sign up sheet or whatever, but they never went back and got somebody to test it, to see where the flaws were or the holes mm. and, uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense that they would want to be actually testing what they've set up there for security. So. Mm -hmm. How about the next one? Oyster floater. So oh, this is someone who floats oysters in the water until they're free of their impurities like sand and such. So that could be a pretty mundane job, almost like watching paint dry, I would think. Yeah, all at the same time, though, I'm sitting here and Again, uh, I'm judgy about it. I, what is even the point? Oysters are crap, anyways. <laughs> well, to you oh, they are, but I guess yeah. it's a big deal to other people. Yeah. I'm, well, think think of when we go for fried clams in the summer. If there was some way to eliminate the the every fourth one that you get that goes crunch, you know. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let mom talk on this one because she was having a good old cackle <clears throat> about this one. Uh, a bike fisherman. Did you say cackle? Yes. <laughs> you were cackling. Well, it was kind of funny when I was reading it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we found something called a bike fisherman. That's an actual job. Uh, and it's people who fish bicycles out of the canals in the Netherlands. And then the article went on to talk about how the bikes actually got in the canals in <laughs> Netherlands. And it was, for the most part, people well, people that get drunk and drive the bikes yeah, into the I canals. Can just imagine. Oh, no, there he goes. <laughs> into the lake. <laughs> Ernie, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. So also not just driving them in, but throwing them in. I don't know. We didn't need this bike anyway. Yeah. So maybe it's a, a certain like tradition or something. I don't know. I don't know. And they have actual machines that have the big claw on it and 
yeah it's a thing a big thing yeah. And then ironically, it says when they pull them out, what they do with them is they send them for recycling to make more beer cans. <laughs> so the cycle continues. Yeah, basically. The bicycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how about a water slide tester? And uh, I guess these people's job is to judge on two particular things. One is biggest splash and the other one is adrenaline factor. So that that would be quite a job. That would be enjoyable, but I can imagine, you know, who has going, the biggest wedgie, <laughs> right? And going back day after day, week after week, just testing, you know, Again. water slides, yeah, and roller coasters. I found the same thing for that, basically. That yeah, what's the fastest and adrenaline, that sort of thing, yeah. Mm. And then we also have, as a last one, um, Paradise Island Caretaker. So these people take months uh, to take care of Hamilton Island on the Great Barrier Reef. So their key duties include snorkeling. Oh, no, I have to go snorkel today. Feeding fish and blogging whilst living in a, in quotes, three-bedroom oceanfront villa with a swimming pool. That would so suck. yeah, you have to live there and do that. And you make on top of that, 110 grand a year just yeah. to care for the island. Uh, that's a pretty hard <laughs> deal. So what's the weirdest job you've ever had? Um, I haven't worked a whole lot of weird jobs, but more um, funny or questionable situations. So I was at one time. Uh, and for anyone who knows me personally, I don't know what I was thinking, because although I did great at my job and they asked me to stay when I was leaving because I did so great at my job, um, I was an emergency medical dispatcher. So I dispatched ambulances and took phone calls from people who were in emergency situations and talked them through, you know, if someone was going through cardiac arrest or things like that. So this one's more of like a, what were you thinking, Kennedy? Because my poor heart, <laughs> I I just care so much for people to the point, like there's a certain line and it takes a special kind of person to do a job like that. And I really gained a lot of respect for people who have jobs like that. Um, nurses, doctors, anything of the sort. Um, just a lot because... of time you didn't know the closure, right? Like you didn't yeah. have the closure because you didn't know the outcome. Yeah. So that was a big thing. We never knew like, okay, okay, they're here. Bye. And that was right. the end of it. So you never knew what the end result was. Some, some uh, like police officers or fire departments would call us back and say, just so you know, just want to let you know, this is the outcome. So that was kind of nice. But anyway, that job was more of like a, what was I thinking? And uh, then mom and I, well, it started with my uh, vocal teacher. So my singing teacher, um, we started a theater camp in our village. And so this uh, eventually turned into that I took it over and mom ended up helping me do that. And uh, so we ended up taking up a bunch of random kids and in the matter of less than five days, we put on a Broadway style production for family and friends to come and watch. So I don't and know. They were good. We were, yeah. And they were good, <laughs> but I don't know what we were thinking. 
but yeah. uh some crazy times I remember you know oh we have to make this giraffe costume <laughs> well there's this material at this store that kind of looks like giraffe print and so we bought a bunch of that and then well they don't look like a giraffe with a bunch of material on them so now we have to buy like painter sticks and these are going to be the arms and anyway a lot of thought process and again what was I thinking it was a lot um, of fun I it was it. a lot of fun and I we love doing it how many years four or five years oh no I think it was six years yeah yeah. Anyway, yeah. a long time. I did. I honestly did have a lot of fun. But by the end of it, you were like, "How did we pull that off?" It was quite amazing, actually. Uh, yeah, crazy. So for me, um, I worked for a couple of brothers that owned two separate businesses. Um, one was Park Canteens, and I was the assistant. Well, I worked there a couple of years, but then I was the assistant manager for one summer. And I can remember getting ready for this big relay race that used to happen. And it was over a 24 hour period. So we had to get a lot of things prepped and making things ahead like cotton candy and popcorn and that sort of thing. And I can remember the year we made 2000 bags of cotton candy <laughs> for the event. And, you know, you'd be, I don't know if anybody, any of our listeners have ever made cotton candy, but you know, you're, you're pouring in this sugar and color mixture and as it's spinning around, you know, you make however many bags until that particular color runs out and then you add some more color. And by the end of it, I'd go home. And when I blew my nose at the end of the night, you know, it was coming out whatever cotton, <laughs> cotton candy colors we had made that particular <laughs> shift. So that was, that was a crazy time. And also the same family uh, owned some hot dog stands and I used to work down in front of the clubs late nights and from you know my shift would start 9 9 30 at night and sometimes I didn't get out of there till you know 3 or 3 30 in the morning so that was fun I guess we'll call it and but I did have the opportunity <laughs> as well to uh, do some of the bigger concerts so that was kind of worth neat. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we know this uh, particular episode was a little bit stranger, but we kept coming across, well, I guess mom was coming across more of them, of just random odd jobs that people seem to take on. And I guess there's something out there for everyone. It's true. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot more weird jobs that we didn't mention today. But uh, if you're starting to wonder where your purpose in, is in life, hopefully we gave you some good insight <laughs> yeah like dog food testing yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway. so yeah thank you so much for tuning in for another episode and we will see you next monday bye if you or someone you know has a unique story to tell we'd love to hear from you email us at the imperfect podcast at outlook.com for more information and how to connect with us on social media you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.